0: Fantasy managers, hello and welcome back to the FPL Addicts podcast for Game Week 11. We've got our preview show today and we are, of course, sponsored by Bonus Bank. If you're new around here, please make sure you give the podcast or video some love with a like, rating or review as well as a subscription. But today we've got pretty much the whole panel. We're just missing the reverend. He's off... uh, You know, cleansing people of their sins and doing what he does is nine to five. We've got Jack, we've got Ollie, Chazza, and Reedy. Ollie, how are you feeling, mate? After the uh, the FPL social on the weekend, you you finally recovered?
1: Yeah, I'm bloody buzzing, mate. What an event that was. Um, We, you know, it was awesome, wasn't it? We had the event, went to watch some football, had you know, had a a few drinks, watching Rovers get a win, mate. Now better.
0: I I don't really think anyone cared about the Rovers. Rovers playing, Ollie? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, look, but look, honestly, on a serious note, on a serious note, right, what a weekend. Like, I, I, I'm I, going to get sentimental now because I feel like we might not get much chance and I'll do it quickly. The fact that we've built something on this podcast to, you know, allow us to fly to Sydney. Great bunch of people, get them together on a panel, you know, get to meet people off Twitter. Like, it's absolutely incredible that we got a chance to do what we did over the weekend and I could not be happy with how it went. So, uh, cheers to everyone involved.
0: Yeah, it was it was an absolutely brilliant weekend. Um, you know, we obviously we're going to be doing more, and we will talk about the FPL social in a bit more depth a little bit later. But we are here to talk about game week eleven. I know you would rather just talk about the FPL social, Ollie, and not have to talk absolutely. about actual FPL. Um, I'll, I'll swing it to, to Chazza first. It was an interesting game week, wasn't it, Chaz? It's uh, it's always going to be an interesting one when you know Erling Haaland doesn't pop up with his uh, routine weekly hat trick. So, uh, how did you think you know game week eleven as a whole sort of went, Chaz?
2: Well, before I get to the game week, good evening to all of you, except, uh, it? Was, uh, yeah, Reedy really making his first appearance in three weeks. Uh, I've missed his sitting videos. And I also, haven't been like, on for a while, to be fair, yeah. considered starting like a Saudi Arabian podcast? You're just full of calm and such poise when you're just doing the almighty introduction to this episode. I'm in awe of it. I really am. In terms of the game week, look, it wasn't too bad, but it was definitely a Gerald Cancelo sort of game week. It reminded me of game week 18. Of last season, I think the City boys did okay. If you had field fight and you certainly had an excellent week too. It was one of those sorts of weeks. So it was a really good opportunity to get ahead of the curve with some differentials. And if you went on certain sun, they paid off.
0: I definitely agree with you there. Um, you know, it wasn't necessarily the most routine game week. Some people did well, some people didn't. So uh we'll get on to the people who didn't now, and I will uh, bring up the standings of the uh, the FPL addicts podcast league so we can just see Morton a Who, Oliver Walker Peel, bottom of the league in sixth place. Ollie, how does that make you feel?
1: I'm just having a look at that table. That looks horrible, doesn't it? Bloody hell. Four point three million. What what <laughs> happened? Like, where's my Where's my FPL managing ability gone? I mean, I didn't have much to start with, but all of it's gone out the window. Like this looks horrendous. You're You're going it. below.
3: You're going below the teams that don't even play. Yeah, that, I know. that, have, that have been created and they just don't play anymore.
1: I, I I don't know what's happened. Honestly, I need to I need to change some things. Right, let's have a look at the positives. Kieran Trippier, absolutely class. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Uh, score down a bit, Elliot, as well, because.
4: Oh yeah, that's the the biggest worked. the
0: biggest positive was that you left Martinelli on your bench. So uh, can you just explain uh, yeah. your thought process behind that one for us, please?
1: I thought Liverpool were going to bounce back, and I didn't think Martinelli was fixture proof yet. It, he, you know, he's now proven that he is, and I will not be benching him again. Uh, Andreas Pereira also got himself on the score sheet, and he obviously gave away a pen as well. But yeah. 16 po- 18 points after my bench, I should say, sorry. And I think that's like half of my score that I got anyway. So, yeah, Um I need to do some serious, serious work. We <laughs> joked off air that, you know, I, I almost want to throw the towel in, sack myself and give Elliot his three-course meal at, at wherever he wants to go, some rich restaurant knowing him. But, you know, I, I'm not going to do that. We're going to try and bounce back. But I, I doubt it at this point because that looks awful
0: get the violins out boys he's playing it down he's only like 50 points off the trot um you know he's really he's really fishing for it here I can tell you know he wants all the all the people in the live comments to go oh no Ollie just just keep going bounce back you were 100 points ahead of me at one point in the season mate so it's not all doom and gloom and
1: yeah, you know And I remember I remember that and I remember thinking there's no way it's gonna catch me this season I was like <laughs> bloody celebrating I was doing I was Jose Mourinho running down the touchline and yeah, now I'm feeling like Jose Mourinho at Tottenham and not winning anything. So that's the way my uh, my season's gone so far and look, I'm not playing violins. I'm just saying that my season's going awfully and I need to do a hell of a lot to turn it round.
0: Yeah, I think you know, the man in the middle of your your team there really just sums up your game week there. Ollie. just uh, a little bit a little bit gross all round, I think is uh the the best way to put it. Really you are the man who is just in front of Ollie. Um, You did a little bit better than him this week. You did manage to hit the average. So uh, very well done to you. That's something that Ollie can't say that he's done. Um, 58 points for you this week. Take us through your
5: team. Cheers, well, It's nice to be back on the pod with the boys. Reunited after uh, FPL Social and so on. So a um, little Should've well flown done to out, you really. boys on that one again. Well, you know, I'm a busy man these days in demand with clients. So, listen, it's, it's difficult. But uh, nonetheless, 58 points for me this game week. Uh, as you said, above the average or uh, bang on the average, I should say. Uh, still got me a red arrow, um, which I wasn't too happy with. But it is what it is. And um, I got some some decent points all around. Uh, Martinelli, I didn't bench him. <clears throat> and, uh, you <laughs> know, Haaland... Uh, Captain's armband had to be on Haaland obviously, with the Southampton fixture. But it was it was another another Bournemouth almost, where everyone was expecting him to just you know get a hat trick or you know do, do the business, and he got a goal, which was okay. Uh Jesus and Tony ticking along with the five pointers and De Bruyne as well.
3: Oh, there goes his internet. <laughs> how, how spoiled are we? In going so disappointing that Haaland only get one only get exactly. one goal. It's just like oh, he just got a goal and then. You know, you just used to like hat tricks for him now, aren't you?
0: We've become, we've climatized
3: to so just small. expecting
0: double-digit holes from every single week. Because, you know, in another week, you'd be like, oh, yeah, captain got a goal. That's great. You know, your captain returned. But now, this season with FPL, it's yeah. like, Harlan's only scoring
3: one. What's going on with that? Yeah, so disappointed. Oh, sorry about that, boys. Gre- greedy, greedy.
5: <laughs> greedy, greedy. <laughs> sorry, boys. Um, jumped out there. But, yeah, so, so it was an okay, okay week for me. Um, Trippier... Trippier's just the one of, you know, he's the best defender of the season so far. I think, obviously, other than Cancelo, but you expect that. But Kieran Trippier's um, been absolutely brilliant uh, this year. So long may it continue. Um, I think he's only blanked once, which was against Liverpool. Really, do you know what your, your, against issue, against is, really, your, your yeah.
3: issue is? You haven't taken hits in Gay Week 10.
5: and it's... <laughs> uh, You just don't like it, do you, boys? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look at the position I'm in. I'm not exactly you know, 1 million, 100K, whatever you want to call it. So at the moment, I'm making slow progress after that horrific initial part to, um, to, well, initial start to the season. So, yeah, I'm ticking along nicely. 58 keeps me going a bit. And then, yeah, hopefully these next few game weeks, um, I can make use of the transfers that have managed to bag. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been a very different Reedy this year. A bit more of a uh, conservative, you know, not playing Strange. all his cards. It feels so weird. I know. I'm just expecting him every week to say, taking a minus eight, boys, because if you were following along with the, uh, the FBL addicts last season, you definitely would have expected you know, at least a net minus 32 um, of the season by now, I would say. Read I it. have
5: taken one minus eight, though. I have done one minus eight this year. <laughs> only, only, that
3: one in, that's... only one in ten is not good enough, it. Really. Listen, if you don't start I've... taking hits, you're, coming, you're not coming on the pod again. <laughs>
5: I was going to say, that's what you bring to the podcast. That's <laughs> the only reason you're here is because you take the hits. <laughs> I've taken two minus fours, and then the biggest one I've taken is a minus eight, which was in game week, game week eight, and I got 67 points, and I think, is that the week I brought Trippier and Pope in? And it didn't really work, but a yeah, I did okay still. So, so yeah, boys, I'm, I'm liking not taking hits. It's less nervous watching the games, you know, trying to get points and stuff. The blood pressure stays down a little bit more. So, you know, it's 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 nice. Look at Chaz's face. I don't know. don't know what, don't know what he's laughing at. <laughs> he's, he's an happy lad, isn't he? But yeah, he certainly is. So, he had a good weekend. <laughs> so, yeah, 58 keeps me going, as I say. Game week 11 to come. And um, some, some good fixtures and my team set up nicely. So, yeah, not cheers. You just keep ticking along Have you nicely? got a good,
0: a good bus team or something? Is that what, that's what it's called, isn't it? The, the bus?
5: Uh, yeah. Um, I'm sure we've used other words this year um, to call our teams when they're not performing and players and so on. But, um, yeah, the, the bus team's looking looking okay with two, two free transfers in the bag. So, it uh, should be interesting.
0: I reckon you've got to take a couple of hits this week, mate. Prepare yourself for that. Uh, that blank game week twelve. <laughs> yeah,
5: two two free transfers. But I'll take another <laughs> extra two. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah.
0: Well, if, if they're there, you might as well use them, right? So, uh, yeah, good week from you, Reedy. Just hitting the average and uh, ticking along quite nicely. Um, I haven't been often able to say this very often, but I actually did the best this week out of everyone. So uh, I'm going to own it while I still can. That's what Jack's doing. Top of the league. I don't He's know playing at large as he should be. He's raising the roof, um, as our man Lloyd Owusu would say. I got 72 points this week. Um, I was very, very happy with that. Unfortunately, Newcastle couldn't keep a clean sheet, but it didn't really matter because Tony was the one who put the goal past Nick Pope. Uh, Trippier with the assist, obviously, and Cancelo, um, you know, doing what Jao Cancelo really needs to be doing. Um, you know, he was getting goals in cisco galore last season and uh, he always pops up with that, you know, 15 to 20 point hole at some point in the season and um, he's a bonus points machine So is Kieran Trippier. So they're two very good assets to have. Definitely two, I would say, essential defenders um, to have in your team so far this season. Mitchell and Nico Williams not really contributing anything. Williams was my auto sub. And unfortunately, he did block Andreas Pereira's points from coming off the bench for me. Um, And then the midfield is where most of my points came from. I had De Bruyne and Martinelli and Bowen. I'm really happy with the Bowen pick. I brought him in three game weeks ago and... From the three game weeks, he has got more points than James Madison um, from this point. So I am quite happy with that because it was either going to be Bowen or Madison. uh, But Madison was my transfer in this week. Uh, He obviously blanked, which was disappointing, but I think he's got a high ceiling for the next five game weeks. Um, Leicester have got a lot of green fixtures and they need to start picking up some form. Otherwise, he is definitely going to be on his way to Newcastle in January, which I would love to have him in black and white stripes. Um, And then Haaland, as well as the captain, managed to get me 12 points. Um, I would love to say I wish I captained someone else, but no one's crazy enough to captain anyone else other than Haaland at the minute. Um, And as Jack said before, don't get too greedy um, a goal six points is more than will more than suffice for me um, as a return from my captain from this week um, the game's just too easy when you can just stick the armband on Haaland every week but yeah 72 points for me boys um, I was pretty happy with that one and uh, obviously big three points for Newcastle as well so it was a, a fairly good weekend all round for me Chazza. You are you're somehow above me in the league. If you'd told me a month ago that you'd be sitting above me, um, and that because you and Ollie have just flipped, that's what's happened. Is you and Ollie have just switched places, and it's been like a matter of three or four game weeks. You did well this week as well, mate. Sixty-five points for you. Take us through your team.
2: Well, how? What a genuine shame it was. I, I was n- never had the opportunity to talk about my one hundred and one point game week nine performance at the FPL social, sure, but that's okay. We'll talk about game week 10 instead 65. Yes, yeah, not a bad side. I think the main difference was Gio Cancelo. He was just a super trooper against Southampton and just like many others, Trippier. It was more of a game week where whoever did have a high score just wasn't double points. It's clearly by what it says, but there was just players talking up with for goals and assists, not a lot of bonus points in. You Zaha have transfer in, contributed, Jay, uh, James was surprisingly benched, Jays has got a scrappy assist, Andreas converted a goal for Fulham and then it's a Bruyne like assists in the Haaland goal, so that's all like 65, that's all for a game week to be fair, uh, onwards and upwards to game week 11.
0: Yeah, they were sort of just all chipping in weren't they, doing their little bits work, there was no like crazy hauls other than Cancelo. Yeah.
2: Yep, that's all. It's like going on a construction site, and you're not there to make a massive impact. Just do your bit and go home.
0: <laughs> just, just doing the the chippy work, and the uh, you know, eventually the building will be. Uh... I don't even know what I'm doing with this analogy, so I'm going to stop right now because that's absolutely rubbish. Mikey, um, unfortunately, can't be on the podcast with us today. As I said, he's off uh, doing what he does best. Um, good thing because he didn't have the best week in FPL this week. A little bit like you, Ollie. Um, a little bit of a crap one from Mikey. 55 points he got somehow in... October, mid-October of 2022, he is still starting Danny Ward in goal. After 10 game weeks, he is still starting Ward. Cannot believe it. Um, He obviously didn't get a clean sheet because Leicester do not do that this season. James and Trent, who I believe Mikey has taken Trent out, but we will touch on transfers later, um, didn't do anything. Madison blanked as well. But then the rest of the team, Trippier, Haaland, Tony, Jesus and Martinelli, and Zaha as well all did their fair share, and he was unlucky because Sterling was benched as well. So he did have quite a high ceiling for this week, but um, unfortunately, nothing eventuated from it. But he is obviously doing a lot better than us, and he did take a hit this week, Greedy. Really. So, uh, you know, maybe you're not taking the hits, but your uh, your English counterpart, the Rev, is uh, is doing the work for you. What do you make of that?
5: Yeah, my fellow fellow scousers, um, you know, loving life, taking a few hits, and uh, making a few big moves that, luckily, didn't pay off. Um, Sterling getting benched, and um, as well as that, he's uh, he's keeping faith in what he likes to now call Lord Ward after his eight point <laughs> all the other week, um, and long may that continue because Leicester or Danny Ward is absolute toilet. Um so, you know, it's, it's not very really often he's going to keep many clean sheets or get any bonus points this year. So, yeah, he's, uh, you know what, though, you can say with the Chelsea stuff, anybody that's jumped on Chelsea assets have been really unlucky because Potter has done a bit of magic, as they would say in Hogwarts, um, and decided to bench some of his best players uh, recently. So the rotation from Chelsea is, is rife and uh, James looks like he's now injured and He's going to miss the next game. And then Sterling... You know, as I say, as or as you said, um, you know, was, was on the bench as well. So unlucky from the ref. I'm sure he uh, he's made his move, as you've said. And um, so I'm sure he's he's thinking about the next game week already. But um, we like to see uh, the blue side, and Mersey side, do um, do terrible, don't we? That's the way it should be.
0: If, if we could have it our way, I'd like to see both sides of Merseyside doing <laughs> rubbish. Which, um, yeah, would, all right. Would, right. Would, yeah. would prefer to see the blue side do worse than the red side if it's okay. any uh, any consolation there, Reedy. Okay. Um, well. I've, just, I've just got a question to everyone here. You, you're speaking about Danny Ward and Leicester. Do we genuinely think that they're a shot to, to actually get relegated this season? Because I think if they offload players in January that want to leave, like Madison, Tielemans, I genuinely think that they are a big threat of going down this season. They just look... Toothless and awful at the back.
5: I don't think they'll sell anyone in January. Um, what I will say is that before Chazano has got a point to make, um, that they're not looking to probably buy anyone. It's going to be on a free or on a loan or something like that, because of obviously the board making their, their, their intentions known to Rogers preseason. So I don't think anyone will go will be very, very surprised if they leave in January. Go ahead, Chazano mate.
2: Well, Look, I'm not sure about my relegation chances, but I know, look, they're pretty much doom and gloom in that football club if they've already blocked birthday announcements at their own stadium and they've had to refund supporters some money because as someone called Zach <laughs> <Sarah that>. Rogers <laughs> that I had to cancel and Brenda Newt. So I'm not sure what that says about a football club, but I think they're on their way down.
0: Too funny. Too funny. Yeah.
2: No, just no
3: birthday, birthday
5: shouts on the way down. <laughs> That's it now. They're down and out. The birthday shouts are gone. Oh my, Leicester goodness. are gone.
3: It's a lot Listen, of clubs as he, in the mud. Has he got time? Until, well, obviously he's got these good fixtures coming up, right? Has he got time until the World Cup? Will he see them fixtures through? And then, if they don't win these next five or whatever, he's gone. And then I can't believe that, he's not that, been that will, sacked.
5: He's got a credit in the bank, though, and he? he? shouldn't be sacked. He shouldn't be sacked because, let's be honest, hey, well, they'll do they, 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 they the a good job, and yeah. he's going to come in. I just, I, I, I'm not like saying I
0: think manager? he should. I'm just saying I can't believe he's not. With the amount of hatred that Leicester fans are giving it and how disinterested I see they're looking at the minute, I just think that even if like you're getting in, I, I don't know, I just think that it's, it, it's very surprising that a manager like Scott Parker, Bruno Large have been sacked yeah. and Brendan yeah, Rodgers still the has a job. With, the, the, the difference
5: with, with Scott Parker was he criticised his own players and said the squad wasn't good enough. He got sacked and Bournemouth did better. So, they did, that's that's the thing. Rogers didn't get backed. The board are fully aware of that. So, to kind of then sack him would, wouldn't be be fair. And I think he has pulled off a couple of results, albeit that one of them was Forrest. Obviously, they batted them. But I think in Rogers, he's a good manager. Um, he knows the game well. He's been under Mourinho. Um, and I think if he's given enough money, he can win things. He's shown that he can win things. So I, th- I think the question yeah. is,
3: are the FPL, FPL assets in Leicester uh, better with Rogers or without him now. So then you go because obviously from an nice. FPL point of view, we're going. We want Madison to fire. We want Vardy to fire. You want clean sheets. You want the the full backs who like Justin, who was amazing the other season. Castagna, Castagna yeah, as well. Even Johnny Evans was getting great points. One at <laughs> one point. Um, but yeah, is that going to help us FPL managers? Because you want to be looking for these picks, don't you? When you, you want this variety in range. So over the next five games, apart from the City fixture. You know, can Madison and the likes of Ardy, you know, step up so we can have a look at the assets and bring them in and help us get up the winning league or you know, keep me top.
0: Well, we'll get onto that now, but I just uh, want to say, you know, it's gotta be scary for Leicester though when they're seeing Bournemouth actually picking up points now and getting results. I think, you know, so fingers crossed that, you know, for their sake and for Madison's sake, he can get a little bit of form going. And he's really the, sh- the shining light of that Leicester team at the minute. Um, and as Jack said, for, for all the FPL managers, we'd love to have Leicester assets in our team. So if they can get a little bit more secure, especially defensively, because they just leak goals for fun, um, then it would be absolutely brilliant. But Jack, I'm not going to speak any longer. I'm just going to let you take us through your team. You also took a hit, but you got 68 points this week. Take us through it.
3: Get on the good stuff. Top of the league, lads. Where where is this competition going with this podcast mini league? Like, need a bit of you know, need a bit of competition. Reedy, take more hits. Have a gamble, mate. Come on.
5: Well done, mate. Fair play. You I mean you got six? <laughs> you got you got sixty four, which was only six points I got more 64, than me. You know, yeah, which that's was, right, was but... always six points more. You know, listen, so... I think
3: I think the uh, the moves this week. Bowen came in. Uh, Cresswell, obviously, that clean sheet went to. Uh, too shite. After the Andrea's goal went in, Cancelo um, obviously class in there, as we know, as we've mentioned. Trips, Madison, not doing much in there. Zaha, happy days. Uh, I'm happy with the front three as well. Uh, nice, you know, uh, with Harland, Kane, and Tony all getting on the score sheet. So listen, it's good, good, good score, good result. I'm happy with this team going into obviously next week, which we'll touch on in the preview. But it's um, yeah, listen, I'm enjoying my time at the top. I'm not gonna lie, I know it won't last forever, but I'll enjoy it while I'm up there, especially
5: above Reedy. Oh God! <laughs> That's all that matters. Isn't it? That's all <laughs> that matters. You see see, look, like, see him, him see him, see him hanging that uh, that that rod out there, just nah, dangling I the carrot. Right, yeah. <laughs> <all right. laughs> just didn't <to> leave. <laughs> but listen,
3: I'm, listen, it's good. You now I'm flying the flag for the FBI addicts, lads. You know I'm carrying you for this this season so far. Um, you know Chaz is on his way up, which I'm excited about because he's. I
2: think Elliot's left.
3: Elliot's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> there he is.
5: You have to bail Gareth.
0: I couldn't listen to Jack talk about how well he's doing. <laughs> uh,
5: but th- at the end of the day, if you can't brag or, or uh, brag, if you can't brag, yeah, if you can't brag while you're at the top and gloat and whatnot, when can what you? So you know. Let him
3: on his pass, moment, you know. That's the glory of it. Listen, the, yeah. the Reverend put that green screen on on the on week one on
5: on his debut oh, on week yeah. two. So he, get, um, <laughs> he, two. he put the green he screen did, on top of the, the week and started dancing around on, on the air. Yeah. <laughs> he did. I mean, I did. he is only twenty points behind. So I mean you know it's it's not that big of a gap i mean it's only what 40 points swing
3: around very easily can't we We know we know that don't we so it's what it is but we'll enjoy it while we're up there um but yeah Yeah. it's um it was good watching the games live as well the 1am games even though i was smashing tequilas at the same time it was uh (laughs) i was catching somebody somebody, uh, scores as they came in uh but it was pretty much spread across but yeah enjoyed it and um, it was a good week, good game week. Yeah,
0: it was a, it was a special, special weekend. We can uh, we can have a little bit more talk about it now because I think it does deserve the airtime because it was, as Ollie was saying before, it was a really, really brilliant event. So I guess, you know, we thanked everyone while we were there. We thanked everyone on social media, but we really can't thank everyone enough for, you know, showing up and meeting everyone. And, you know, it's always just nice to, to put the Twitter profiles and all that stuff to, to an actual face, you know, instead of just seeing someone's graphic now. Actually, see their face when they're on Twitter now, and I actually envision them saying what they're tweeting instead of it being, for all I know, some 90 year old man out there that's just addicted to FBL. So it is, it is really nice. Um, to that's Reedy, <laughs> it's Reedy.
5: Really. I completely missed that. I switched off for it, I switched off for a minute, boys. Sorry. Oh. oh,
3: anyway. But I yeah, think you've got the 18
1: on. to use Twitter Jack, so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, moving on,
1: <laughs> moving on. We'll talk about, uh,
0: Ollie. I'll go to you. We'll talk about Lloyd Owusu. What an absolute legend he was. Brentford hero, Hall of Famer. Raised the roof, didn't he, in those football challenges?
1: I right, Brentford could have done with him at the weekend, couldn't they?
0: Oh, they couldn't definitely could, mate.
1: 60, not that yet, but yeah, I lost Spike. Was tell, tell you what, if, if yeah. Reedy looks like
0: that at 60,
3: then poof, I'll tell you what, I'll Spike's got to get to the next one though. Um, yeah, as, oh, okay. as you were saying, um, El, obviously, so many people came, so many Twitter handles, and you know that we've we've met on Twitter online, came to the FBL social in Sydney. Um, great, great time, great to meet all these people. But the likes of Lloyd Awusu coming as a special guest, as, as all he's saying they, they could have done with it. Imagine him and Tony up top.
1: Oh, uh, unreal. He was about 10 mil if they were up top. Like, just having him at the event, because we were we were talking, weren't we? Um the three of us, me, you and Chazel about, you know, we weren't sure what he was gonna be like, you know, does he call himself Raise the Roof? Or was that given to him by the fans? You know, was he is he gonna be a, a decent bloke? And he was everything you could have asked for from a podcast host. Not only was he well not only was he a great bloke, he was he gave his time, he... Took an interest in the event. He sat and chatted to us, did a little interview, um, and he just he just raised not only the profile of the event, but he also raised the mood as well. Which, you know, I was, you know, I don't have a bad word to say about Lloyd. I thought he was class and exactly what the um, exactly what we could have hoped for and exactly what the event needed.
0: I think Charlie's his biggest fan. Um, he was DMing him on Instagram. He was saying, "You're going to raise the roof, Lloyd." I think he said it to him about twenty times. So I think he must have thought that you were a bit mental, Chaz. To be honest, but <laughs> what did you what did you make
3: of him?
2: Some super was,
0: fan, I
2: thought he was brilliant. Um, whatever Ollie said, I'll just pretty much repeat what he what he said there. Uh, couldn't have said it any better, but yeah. So sometimes you got to make your presence felt before the event even starts. You know, you've got to give him a quick DM, introduce yourself, and then as soon as he got there, I'm like, pain, I know who this guy is. So
3: he, he to he be fair, there. he was all over you. He was like, Charlie, Charlie Boy. <laughs> he was on yeah, TV. So there you go, yeah. <laughs> On you, Charlie. I was good. That to be fair. he was absolutely
0: brilliant. He was absolutely brilliant, as Ollie said. He really just injected a lot of character and life into it. And if you haven't already checked out what he can do with a football at his feet, um, head over to the uh, the FPL social YouTube channels um, and have a look at that because we did. We had our pro finisher. We had our um pro-am challenges all of them it was absolutely brilliant and he was awesome so go and check them out if you haven't already i think that was probably my favorite part of the day was the uh the football challenges it was all brilliant football challenges and uh actually going to watch the uh, the a-league game live was awesome we got to see nanny didn't we jack that was exciting so
3: I've, seen, I've seen him twice this season so far. Seen him in local, local in the, in the southeast of Melbourne, now in Sydney. Um, but what a stadium that is, as well! And how good was it to be watching uh, with all the all the content creators as well, like likes of you know FPL Planner, SideNet. Pete Pete was obviously a big victory fan, um, so he was going absolutely <laughs> mental from the, the get some dirty Sidenet looks was on from around the stadium, <laughs> getting some dodgy ones. Just getting to sit down, but um, it was yeah, it was it was great to be fair. And um, obviously Quentin from FPL Amateurs of Oz all these guys who have been supporting each other online and on podcasts and on, on streams all jumped in and it was so good to be just having a beer and a, a very expensive burger sat next to them as well. <laughs> um, and it, in the, it was absolutely smashing it down with rain, uh, and the pit, but it was a great game three, two, um, in there as well. So victory got the win with a you know, last minute winner and it, Nanny got an assist, right? Yep. Yeah. He and A couple of, couple of beers deep in there as well. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was it was so good, wasn't it? It was just good to be out and you know having, having beers and just socialising with everyone, um, as well as getting all the content topics out as well. And you know the likes of FPL Mavericks, Brookie from there as well. You know Chatbox Ryan, um, Mike uh, FPL Leo. Um, is that how you say it? I keep forgetting how to say it. F- F- I F- think it was FPL Leo. The way that he likes I can't, it to, yeah, to I can't be say pronounced. I had, I had to Mike, Mike was one. great. He gave a lot of insight in there as well, uh, and obviously the planner delivered back to back debates in there too as well as the fpl addicts uh you know providing the goods on the preview pod and the uh cc captain's corner as well so lots of stuff really wish you were there obviously we know you're watching online as well uh, but it was so we're obviously we're all so proud to have hosted the event and you can catch all that online as well on the fpl social page we've been resharing loads of it on twitter and some recaps as well so yeah fantastic event
0: it really Can't really was Nah, neither should be absolutely brilliant. Um, Ollie, we'll go back to the uh, the A League game. You've written an article yourself on uh, A League fantasy, haven't you? You're uh indulging into that this season. You're probably having a stinker in that as well. But what have you written your article about,
1: mate? You're dead right. I had a shocker first week. Um, I'm <laughs> who like, would have guessed like, that top 41 percent, so about average again? Um, my um, one of the players I had, uh, Leo Lacroix, um, scored an own goal and gave away the ball for the second goal, so. Yeah, I had a shocker there. Uh, but yeah, all the articles are getting written up um, on kick360.com.au. You can go and find them. So if there are any uh, A-League fancy players out there, um, you can have a little bit of a read. Um, uh, how many more- points did you get, Oli? Uh, I've not got that to hand, although that's partly because I don't want to. I think it was something like 59 points. It wasn't great. Um, but I'm going to celebrate. I got 68 points. <laughs> yeah, well, look. Well- Right. Well, the, the new articles up this week. Basically, this week, what I've done is I've taken up three players that should be on your watch list, two players that could be on the way out. Um, but I enjoy watching the A leagues. So I think it's a, a good league that, that no one really gives it any credit for. So uh, to, to write articles on it and to do fantasy um, is a good bit of fun.
0: Well, at least you know you're better at writing articles than you are at managing fantasy teams, mate, because you're good at one thing and you stick to that. <laughs> so you can that's write articles good. about it.
5: Yeah, so that's, that's about really. Right.
0: That's all that matters, mate. That's all that matters. Um, but no, it was a it was a brilliant weekend. Check out those articles. Chaz has got his hand up. I feel like a teacher. Go on, Chaz. So
2: <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking on this the um, state of play at the moment. So I hope you guys realise just one day there's going to be one week where Ollie absolutely batters the living daylights out of everyone in one game week, and he's just going to give it to us all because look how much he's copying right now. That's all right. All I'm going to say.
0: What, right in a month, that... in a month of 29th of February, once every four years or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, look, my right reply to that is, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be um, throwing shade at everybody when I have one good week because I'm just going to be thinking, thank everything that exists for that. Thanks that I can just step out of mid table mediocrity or bottom of the table mediocrity.
0: Mid for yeah, one well... week.
1: Well, I mean, mid-table in the sense that, what, there's 10 million players, I'm about 5 million. So if I can just get one good week very soon, just to shut up the critics for about two minutes, that'd be nice. That's all I want. Just one good
3: week. We'll we'll give you that platform, mate. You've just got to deliver
1: it. I could just say, right, I've had one good week. I can just go back to being awful now.
0: Fair (laughs) enough, mate. Fair enough. People that are...
1: (laughs) I've really given up.
0: What's going on? I really give it up. <laughs> People that, um, that aren't doing awful in our leagues, um, it's worth mentioning that we've exactly. got here. Um, That's what I'm here for, mate. That's what I'm here to do. Uh, and our members manager of the week uh, for game week nine is Matt Mackey and game week 10 is none other than Dave Wilson. So congratulations to those two. Absolutely brilliant. Um, And then in our public league, Don Al Breslin, 659 points. On absolute fire, isn't he, Jack?
3: Yeah, got to give another shout, like a shout out to FPL Dodie, as he's known on Twitter. He's been um, in our competition for you know, probably for, you know, it's his third season now. Uh, and we finally met him at the FPL social just to drop that in again. But absolutely top guy, Man United fan as well, knows his FPL, um, doesn't listen to us for advice. He loves the banter. He's, <laughs> he's smart. He, yeah, he's, he's smart. smart. He's smart and does the opposite. Um, but yeah, he's absolutely killing it, and he's top of the public league, which is well deserved because he spends a lot of time in his in his FPL. So every credit in, uh, yeah, big shout out to you, Dody. Yeah,
0: absolutely. It was uh, it was brilliant to to be there with him, um, and obviously experience that weekend. It was it was awesome. On the couch as well. He did he answered a couple of questions with uh with Mira didn't he so um he had some great responses to that it was uh you know it's like chalk and cheese having Mira and Dodi on the couch sat next to Ollie wasn't it um so that oh, all the absolutely. questions were definitely definitely being aimed at those two and, <laughs> and not at Ollie cuz you've got to make the most of that of that so As Jack said, it was awesome to finally meet him. And then in the Women's League, uh, we've got Alison Wonderland, who is managed by Mira, um, who is another member who I just said attended the FPL social. She's smashing it as well this season. She is doing absolutely brilliantly. Um, And then in our members head-to-head league, Donald Breslin sits top with 23 points, which is four points clear of second. So he is absolutely smashing it in every single realm of FPL at the moment. And fair play to him. Long may it continue. We've got our bonus bank probabilities for this week, boys. Um, so before we get into our team selections for game week 11, just let, um, you know, bonus bank tinker a little bit of advice uh, and statistics into your into your mind. As as I say every week that the revs on, he loves his stats. We found out how much Planner loves his stats at the FPL social. So it's definitely worth taking these probabilities into account. In terms of clean sheets, um, Tottenham, Our first this week with a 43% chance uh, to keep a clean sheet against the Reverend's Everton. Uh, In second, it's Wolves with a 41% chance to keep a clean sheet against Nottingham Forest. And in third, it is Chelsea with a 38% chance of keeping a clean sheet against Aston Villa. So, you know, there's not really too many that I'm looking at there. It's not like it's a Man City, Southampton, where you're looking like it's somewhat of a guaranteed clean sheet this week. I think it's going to be quite interesting um, of a week, the next two game weeks in FPL. But they are your clean sheet probabilities. And then the top three scoring probabilities, Mitrovic uh, is there with 43% to score against Bournemouth. Um, if he's going to be fit to play, he definitely can feast on that Cherry's defence. I think that's definitely one to keep your eye on. Check out for the press conferences, see if he's going to be playing um, because he will run riot if he gets 90 minutes under his belt against Bournemouth, I think. Uh, Harry Kane has a 45% chance to score against Everton. And then no surprise that Harland, even when he's up against... Liverpool defence at the minute, Reedy. I don't know why it's not a 100% chance to score, 54% chance for Haaland to score. Do you fancy Van Dijk to keep him under wraps this weekend?
5: Fancy Canate to um, do a roundhouse kick on him, uh, basically, just to stop him from scoring. Anything, basically, to stop the Nordic meat shield from penetrating any defences. Um, we'll see. I mean, last night, we won't say too much because I know it was Rangers, but you give them a good spanking. Mo Salah with a hat-trick as well. So we'll wait and see. It's it's perfect for us to get that win and important for the team to get that win when we've got to play City because they're not going to take the foot off the gas. Um, so we'll see what we can do with Haaland. Hopefully we keep them quiet.
0: Yeah, um, Obviously, it was a big win against Rangers, um, 7-1. Mohamed Salah back to his best, really, is he?
5: Mm, who knows? Who knows? But it's definitely um, you know, raising a, th- a few eyebrows and kind of... Making people wonder is Salah actually finished this year or, or not? So, um, you know, we'll just wait and see what the what the what the the sort of most transferred in players and and stuff does because um, we play in twelve, City blank in twelve, so no doubt people are going to look at and Salah in.
0: They definitely, definitely are. And uh, with those probabilities, obviously, if you want to check out the tool, make sure you're checking out the link tree down below. And there will be a link there which will show you how you can access the tool. But boys, we want to talk about the upcoming game week. We've talked about last week. We've talked about the FPL social. We need to talk about this week. And there's a couple of discussion points that we have jotted down. Ollie, you were saying in the WhatsApp group before that you wanted to talk about Liverpool as a discussion point and you gave no other context. So I'm going to let you just take this one away, mate.
1: Yeah, I did provide a little bit afterwards about what I meant by that. And it was literally what we talked about then with the, with a 7-1. Um, now, is it worth, you know, is Salah worth holding on to? Is there other options we can have a look at? It was Rangers. And let's face it, Rangers, you know, that, you know people say they do all right in the Premier League. I'm not so sure. But 7-1 uh, is a big scoreline. There's a lot of things to come out of it. Obviously, Bobby Firmino did well. Salah did well. Harvey Elliott got his first... Champions League right. goal.
0: Darwin, Darwin, Nunes, mate.
1: And, and of course, everyone's favourite, probably the champ that's stuck in my head most this season, Darwin, Darwin, Nunes, came from Benfica to the Big Reds and he's back on the score sheet. So yeah, there are a lot of Liverpool assets and for me, the only one I now have is Salah. I've kept hold of Salah this whole time um, and maybe that's been my downfall. But if I've got him this whole time, here's a bit of devil's advocate. Do I hold on to him for a couple more weeks or do I still look at getting a move on? Because obviously Cancelo is another one um, that I don't have, and he's a player that I want probably for game week thirteen on City are back in action. So, is Salah the player I sacrifice, or do I look elsewhere with with other players given how well Salah's gone in the one game?
0: That is the question, mate. That is the question. Um, you know, it's 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 difficult. Chaz has got his hand up again, so uh, we'll go to to you, student Chaz.
2: Have you finished your sentence, Elliot?
0: I wasn't, but I wasn't going to say anything. No, 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 to...
2: no. Finish your sentence, finish your sentence and come back
0: to me. Thank you. I was going to say that um, Liverpool haven't been as awful in the Champions League as they have in the Premier League. So it's difficult, you know, when you see that they're getting rubbish results on the weekend and then midweek, they're putting seven past ranges. Um, it really does create a, a conundrum from a lot of FPL managers. And we've got a guy that's listening to, to Ollie's violins and his sorrows here. He's trying to uh, make him feel a bit better. 5 million to 5K is about 90 odd points, Ollie. Um, and as you know, as he's saying here, it's gettable, um, even in the weeks up to the World Cup. So you've got to keep thinking positive. Um, how does that one make you feel, Ollie? You've got a couple of fans out there that are rooting for you.
1: Yeah, it's nice. There's got more fans listening into the podcast than are actually on the panel. So, uh, no, I'm only really joking. Um, <laughs> but, but no, I, I reckon I'm a goss-awful person. Uh, just FPL has just been really taking the mic out of me this season. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna obviously believe that I can get myself not only. I don't think I'll I'll get that high. Maybe we believe I'll in you,
3: Oli Walker. Yeah, Peel.
1: As long as I can get off the bottom of of the uh, of the mini league, if we can get Chaz back where he belongs, then uh, <laughs> <maybe> <laughs> we could uh, yeah. maybe we could take a positive. But I, I appreciate the kind words, mate. I appreciate the kind words. The one yeah, thing I do want awesome. to go to Chaz is I saw a stat this morning where it was like 50 percent of Liverpool's goals scored in all competitions in the Cup against combined Rangers and Bournemouth. So that just tells you all you need to know about how bad Liverpool have been this season.
5: All right, well, all right, I, oh, all right, calm down. Calm <laughs> down. Continue. Are you doing any good in Gaffer this year? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I didn't make a team this year in Gaffer. Oh, I for God's sake. God oh, come on. You support Blackburn, you've got to at least back them in, in the fancy games as well, you know.
1: Yeah, well, I, I would just captain, perma-captain Brio Diaz every week and they'd be fine. But let's talk about... Maybe bottom league.
5: Yeah. But
0: yeah, Chas, yeah, I was going to say, you can uh, you can say what you were going to say before now when you put your, your hand up so politely.
2: Thank you very much. Um, well, look, I have a couple of comments saved for my captain's call. So I won't say it at the moment, but there is actually one option I do like right now. And out of all of the options, I thought this guy was going to be the first one to be sold from their front line. But right now he's probably their most informed player. And that's Roberto Firmino. I generally reckon he's worth considering at this very stage. he's got six goals and three assists in five Premier League games, in his last five. And he also scored this morning. So I think when you look at Salah's price, I think it's worth going elsewhere to, for example, Kevin De Bruyne. Maybe Son, but I also think the best candidate right now is the second premium slot is Harry Kane. And so Nunes, look, he's still trying to get a good amount of sustainable minutes each game. But I think Firmino's holding his spot per minute. So
0: there's one. Yeah, it's just going to be difficult, you know, the, the fight between Nunes and Firmino. Um, but did, did they play him as more of a, a number 10 this morning, Reedy? Or did uh because did they start Nunes and Firmino in the same
5: lineup? Um yeah, so so basically um if I know it's a bit of a strange one to say that Firmino's been more of the creative player because obviously he's been scoring all the goals and so on. Um, but there's no doubt he still got that that link up from midfield. I mean, the, the goal for Nunes was set up by Firmino. It was a lovely little bit of kind of bit of skill, um, and Nunes finished it really well into the corner. So I think it's a great shout to to look at Firmino as an option. Um, I would look at Firmino instead of Jota. Um, he is cheaper than Jota. Obviously, Jota has been coming back and almost hasn't looked quite quite on it. Um, we've got the uh, hotel bell there that went off. I don't know what's going on, but um, yeah. So yeah, I, I would say Firmino. I, think, I mean, he's in and around the box. He's obviously link up. His link up play outside the eighteen is really good as well. So I think if you're going to look at look at a Liverpool option outside of um, Salah, if you haven't already held on to him or got him, like Olias, uh, Firmino could be the one. And I hate saying that in a way because at the beginning of the season when I wrote a little thing about someone to avoid, it was Bobby Firmino. Myself as a Liverpool fan and many other, you know, even um, FPL players and fans of other clubs, is basically just thought Firmino's career was kind of done and he was on the decline. But if we look at him this season, he's um, he's, he's been an, our best player, arguably. Yeah. So sure. he's got yes.
3: most, most points in fantasy for you, mate. Fifty-three yeah. points, top of the exactly. little, top of the leaderboard. Surprisingly, actually, Salah's got forty-five.
5: Yeah, for how bad he's been really yeah that is that is just goes to show i mean probably most of us still expect Salah to finish on 200 to 250 points for the season um all it takes is is a good run of form which Salah's more than capable of and um, it's just whether he can do it in the league and um i think if clock continues with this formation that he's been using i think it's um it's gonna click I, albeit it was rangers last night but it is gonna click and i think that the more top players that you have in your squad that aren't getting the start the starts for your team, like with City, the hungrier they are really to impress and to actually perform. So I think that if we do see that um, that formation come into fruition for Liverpool, you're gonna have goals upon goals from all of these players that play in those attacking positions.
0: Yeah, I think we've uh, we've got a, a hot tip from the uh, the Rev who's managed to uh, record a little something, which is Liverpool relevant. So I think it's probably the best time uh, in the show to play it now. So I'm going to swing over to the Rev. If it works for me.
4: Managers, hope you're doing well. It's me, FPL Rev from the FPL Addicts Podcast. Sorry, I can't be with you this morning. Uh, this week, we've been asked for a little bit of a hot tip. And um, my hot tip this week is about prepping for game week 13 last week it was about prepping for game week 12 where we're selling our arsenal and our man city assets this week keep an eye on bobby firmino keep an eye on darwin nunez we always thought that they wouldn't be playing in the same team just because they both kind of played the same position but klopp seems to be putting a system together particularly in europe Where these two players seem to be playing quite well together and they're cheap enough, they're not as expensive as Mo Salah and they can still do some serious damage. Good luck fancy managers.
0: What an absolute legend! Um, still wears a seatbelt even if he's not driving when he's in a parked car. So uh, he's always safety first. Is the rev and uh, it's, a, it's a good hot tip that he's giving yeah, there. Yeah,
3: had yeah, he's hazards on as well because it was John <laughs> it was breaking news. Hot tip coming through. Hazard on seatbelt on. Let's go.
5: Yeah.
0: I think he, you know, he presents a fair point and we've just been talking about it as well. Um, you know, Firmino seems to be the the man who's who's making all the good things happen for Liverpool at the minute. Um and he seems to be helping decide to to get the best out of everyone. So I definitely think it is worth keeping your eye on him because he has been brilliant. Um I want to talk about the uh game week twelve boys, the uh, the blank game week for Man City and Arsenal. Um it's gonna be difficult, I think. Because um, so many people have tripled up on City by now, and a lot of people have got double ups or triple ups of Arsenal as well. So,
3: can I, you know, can I'm looking a raise of hands. Chazzy, you'll be good at this. Raise of hands. Who's still got a triple up of City players? <laughs> so four four of us, apart from Ollie, because doesn't have Cancelo.
0: So I'd, I'd rather have Cancelo <laughs> and have this issue than not. So
3: I've
1: only got I've only got Haaland from City and Arsenal, which probably tells you all you need to know.
3: But well, this what? is that's good though. You're in a good position in terms of going into one.
1: You're no, lucky. Jesus. Uh, I've got Mar- oh, sorry, Martinelli as well, actually, because uh, I bench so him. You'll week.
0: bench him, so it's fine. Mm.
1: I'll, bench, I'll, I'll bench him again. Um, so I've got, uh, and I've also Nathan Patterson on my bench from Everton, who's not going to play. So they're my three bench slots so I already locked up for the week. Um, so I, I need to think about what I'm going to do. But I suppose that's a problem for another day. We'll cross that bridge when we come to oh, it. What are you thinking, all?
3: Uh, Al, L, sorry.
0: I think that I will wait to see what's going to happen with Mitrovic this week. I don't want to get rid of De Bruyne this week, but if I am going to get rid of him, I think I will move off De Bruyne and Mitrovic and get Harry Kane. And then I think that'll give me like 7.5 million to work with in midfield to get someone else in. Um, because, and hello planner, good to see you. Um, I just think that I haven't had Harry Kane this season and he has really flown under the radar and he's got Everton and I think Man United in his next two um, and I think, you know, he loves a goal against Man United and he loves a goal against Everton. But
3: He's got your Newcastle in game week 13 as well.
0: And he does as well. And he loves he loves a goal against everyone does Harry Kane. But if it's a goals. team that he likes scoring against, it's Newcastle. So I think him and Son are going to explode in game week 13. And um, I think it's, you've probably got to have one of them for these next upcoming fixtures, I think. Because as we know, we were talking about it at the FPL Social. Kane has really flowed under the radar this season. Only been one game week where he hasn't returned Um, And, you know, there hasn't been too much discussion about him. And he's also, you know, in a normal season without Erling Haaland, he would be leading the golden boot race and, you know, still on course to, you know, get 30 odd goals a season. So he has been quality for Spurs so far. And I think, yeah, next three game weeks, I'm definitely looking to get him in. And I think I would advise pretty much everyone else trying to get him in.
3: He's, um, Um, He's only not returned in the first in game week one. All the rest yep. of it, he's either scored or assisted.
0: Crazy. And uh, honestly, I, I don't think there's been much talk about him at all. I think his ownership is like around, I want to say the 20s. Yeah, 20.1%. 20, 20. 20%, oh, I mean, just, Elliot. Crazy.
2: 20%. How many weeks have I had to mention this guy? Yeah. Now you guys finally talk about him. Hallelujah. <laughs> he oh, came on my wild
3: card, to be fair, though. He's a... Um... Mm. He to get, he's essential for me to come in on, on the wild card. I follow Chaz's advice. That's why you're doing so well.
0: That's why you're doing so well, Jack. Got to listen to Chaz. Got to listen to what he's telling you. But yeah, Chaz, you've you've backed him all season, haven't you? Oh, so,
2: backed him, but can him I tell all you away. what I haven't done? Put him in my own
0: team. Owned him,
5: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally waiting <laughs> for that. I was like, Chaz has not got him in his team, you know, boys. Um, you, know, you That's you right. that's all right. Carry on. you, you you've got to back yourself
0: so Chaz, do you think you're going to be backing your own advice in the next couple of weeks and getting him in or do you think i think you know, i can i'm and... wild
2: card in game week 13 and that's going to include a shift with the premiums in terms of you've, formation so i think he's coming your in
0: your wild card right yeah wow keeping it close been, to the world cup
2: you've been you? saving
3: them for a, a rainy melbourne day haven't you mate well that was today jack <laughs> wow, so then. what that
1: tell you <laughs>
3: I'm, I'm ready for you to hit the wild card button.
0: <laughs> wow that's crazy so you. You know, Chaz is flying and he's also got his wild card under his belt as well. So that is, you know, double flying for Chaz. He's doing absolutely brilliant. So fair play to you, man. Elliot um,
2: Elliot. Elliot, how many times do I need to tell you? It's only been two game weeks. We've got to consolidate with another one. I wouldn't call that flying. It's just two good weeks.
5: It's it's all in the name, Elliot. Balls of steel. That's what that's what Chaz has got. <laughs>
0: so that's, that's an afl pun isn't it i've just realized
1: it is yeah, yeah. I'm jack Steele, what a baller
0: yeah, yeah rubbish sport there's three of us on the podcast who probably couldn't care less so we'll out swiftly move on from that one but we can keep talking about talking about harry kane and how well Chaz is doing um but that's probably how i think i'm going to prepare for the blank game week i definitely think you've got to move off a couple of those assets but definitely have a plan to get them back in just don't get rid of harland is pretty much sure. my advice Ollie so was I've got six.
5: Name. I've got six. Six. Three for what, me. Saliba, three, Martinelli, three. tracks again. <laughs> Saliba, <laughs> free Diaz, free De Bruyne, hit. Martinelli, Harland, and Jesus for me. You've got You've to got take it. How are you going to get out of this?
1: Free hit? Have you got that
5: uh, still? Who like you keep? I, Who use free I have got Some... an injury. Injury. Uh, basically, Trent, 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 and Patterson are also injured. And oh my got, goodness, we've got this game week to come, so obviously there could be maybe more injuries. Oh, bounced back.
3: The hit
5: man, you, were, you were saying about the hits. Um, <laughs> well, I don't we know. Go. I mean, I think a little bit later on, are we are we? Well, I say a little bit later on in five minutes or whatever it is. Sure. Are we, yeah, are we covering any captain or transfer moves? Oh, we never we certainly that, will again.
0: be. I not was right going to say to on an FPL podcast talking about captains okay. and transfers nah that's not alright yeah, well, right, it, it can wait let's just keep it yeah, we'll just
5: keep, it. Then keep, just keep to, I don't want to, yeah, don't to like,
0: it for, yeah. that's why we keep captains corner till last so that you know Chaz can uh, inject some inc- excitement into the. I think
5: the we need to start doing podcast. that at the beginning, though. You know, just get him when he's riled up and he's ready. Just start doing
3: it. at the beginning. What and tu- what everyone tunes out straight after? The good sport. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're here for. That's why. That's what it's
0: the viewers are here for at the end of the day. The
3: human fence for the last couple of weeks, obviously. Hey, saying, whoa, whoa,
5: whoa. <laughs> just kill his
0: human fence the human yeah. fence brilliant brilliant Come on, Anyways,
5: keep it
0: quiet <laughs> we will move on because we do need to get towards transfers and captain picks soon but i just want to talk about the most transferred in players for this week phil foden has now got 18 percent ownership and he's been transferred in by 454k people kieran trippier with 53.9 percent ownership if you're at the fpl social you'd know that he ticked over that 50 percent because it was ollie's quiz question um, and then Trossard has been transferred in by 278k people and now has 14.2k ownership. Most transferred out, we've got Trent, Diaz and Salah. So three Liverpool players. Um, Trent, I'm not surprised because of his injury. Salah, I guess people were doing that before the Champions League. I think, you know, if you'd waited, seen that, you probably would have been reconsidering it. Um, and then Diaz had a good start to the season. Um, he's been all right for Liverpool, but he hasn't been doing too much in the world of FPL, so I'm not surprised that some people are moving off him now with the likes of Madison and Zaha with a, a good form and fixtures ahead of them. Then in terms of injuries, um, Rhys James getting injured this week was a real kick in the teeth for a lot of FPL managers. Um, went down, got brought off, not good news for him. Jack, we haven't heard too much about it, but you know it's never nice to see Rhys James get injured. He seems to get injured quite a bit these days, doesn't he? <laughs>
3: one second what's his comment from Quentin Quentin uh, from the FBL Amateurs of Oz he was at the FBL social. He went to see Jack finally got dropped home from the taxi <laughs> listen it was an um, early morning taxi about I think it was about 5.30, 6am the guy didn't speak English and it was very difficult <laughs> to navigate on 1% battery that I had so yeah I did make it home thank goodness just got in now Q but thanks for joining <laughs> he had, to, he had um, to walk from Sydney but you made it
5: <laughs> yeah I made it
3: um, so, the, was it about James, sorry, or Trent? James. About James. Yeah, listen, obviously, I, I brought him in a couple of weeks, like, what was it, two game weeks ago on my wild card. Um, and you feel like the, with Potter working his magic, he's going to start looking good when he got dropped up for game week 10, where we're at social, which was ridiculous. I think, um, Elliot, quote, quote me if I'm wrong, right, but I'm pretty sure you went massive at FPL social in front of everyone and went he was going to get a double-digit haul. Is that right?
0: No, I said I said that I transferred him out, so he was going to get the oh, so, so I've, right, I've 1,000 IQ'd this and I've <laughs> taken him out and he's been benched and he's going to be injured for next game week. So I am absolutely buzzing that Reese James has gone down injured this morning, but I know that a lot of people aren't um, and I obviously wish him all the best, but I don't know how I've managed to escape that because it looks like he's not going to play this game week um, and we haven't yeah. heard anything about it so far. But yeah, big, big injury and it's going to affect a lot of teams, Jack, for sure.
3: Yeah, especially if you're in a position like Reed, who's got 25 Arsenal, Man City assets, and you, you're trying to find a way out, and you've got James, who gets injured. You know, that's it's going to be, um, yeah, a tough one to navigate. Plenty of hits being taken, maybe even a free hit chip being played earlier. Panic, but um, yeah, you, it, <clears throat> I haven't heard any news myself, but it'd be interesting to see if he does. He's yeah, out.
5: Yeah. he's out for this week he's and potentially next week. Yeah, he's, wow, he's okay. he'll miss well, this week. Well, Probably next well, week as well, with it being knee related yeah. But I'd be surprised if they risk him. And then it's United the weekend after, so mm. probably be back that game.
3: Be back for them. So, yeah, it's whether you can hold him or not. I'd quite like to hold him, but if you have to make that move, I've probably got, to, I've, for myself, I've probably got that uh, wiggle room to, to get him out mm. and bring him back in again if needed.
0: Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot of people just saying, right, I'll get rid of him just because they're going to need players um, for game week 12. So, Big I'm money not well. going to... Yeah, at that premium price in defence, I don't think, you know, when you're going to have three or four, even six, if you're really City and Arsenal assets sitting on your bench, you can't afford to be having Reese James there when he is definitely easier to get back into your team than a lot of other players. Um, And another brilliant uh, comment has just been made here. Jesus is on four yellows as well. So if he gets one in game week 11, he misses 12 and then he'll miss 13 as well. Um, And Madison is also on four yellows. So... It's going to be interesting to see if those two boys can uh, control their tempers uh, for a little bit longer so they don't get suspended because if Jesus is you know, going to be out for the next two game weeks, that is going to be um, not very good for everyone else. So that is an important one to remember for everyone. Um, and then some other injuries of note, we've got Mitrovic and Trent as well. I think with both of them, I think Trent, Reedy, really, if I'm not mistaken, is probably not going to play this week. Is he or next?
5: No, he's he's out for this week. I mean, they say in two weeks. So, you know, he could miss the West Ham game as well. Hopefully he'll be back. Um, with it being an ankle injury, you know, hopefully it wasn't too much of a any damage really done because Martinelli did did really did catch him on that. Um and he can be nasty. So yeah, I expect him to miss um this week's for certain he's out. Maybe back back for West Ham, but um, a lot of people are going to probably sell him, to be honest. I don't blame them, especially with his form anyway. So, it's a lot of money in the bank. Yeah, some <laughs> people
0: would sell him, you know, before Bournemouth at home that are sitting on the podcast. Um, if they've got any brain cells, if you're Ollie Walker-Peel, <laughs> you'd, you'd be getting rid of him before Bournemouth at home. So, always got to fit that one in there when I can, mate, because that is easily top three worst moments of the me. season. If you
1: don't mind... You need, you need a 20-minute yeah.
0: segment with the Rev confessing your sins just for that one alone, I it's reckon. It's time. Get, get, it's time. Get him in. Get him in. He's got to. There's plenty of FPL sins you've had this season. Bench and Martinelli, Trent out before Bournemouth at home. So I think you've got to be the next one to uh, step into the confessions booth with the, the Reverend, mate, to be honest. I think
1: you
4: need Clean a bit of cleansing. <laughs> mm.
1: yeah. Maybe I'll be the league, I don't know. Probably not. Say a couple of prayers, Rev, I Rev conviction. Power, I don't even know if the power of the Rev could fix my fpl season, but maybe
0: it's worth a shot. Eh? Anything's I worth a shot, anything. mate. <laughs> <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. Anything, anything at this point is uh is gonna do you some good there. um And then I want
3: about- to talk L- L, I confessed all my sins of fpl yep. season. And, and look, look where I am. Yep. Look at me now. Yep. Don't, don't know what Chaz
0: did to fly up the league, to be honest, because he wasn't sitting there with the with the rev. But he's he's singing Saliba with him twenty four seven. So maybe that's the the trick, Chaz. Do you reckon? <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Da-da-da-da>.
2: <laughs> Saliba, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. I think we've got to uh, we've got to mention Philip Billing, boys. Um, we we're talking about him at the social. If you watch the live stream, he is a, a differential pick at the minute. Um, some good fixtures for Bournemouth him and Solanke are doing the business um, for the Cherries at the moment. I think Ollie said that Billing was never going to return. all. absolutely silly to pick him in your team. And then, of course, he scored a couple of goals in the past couple of weeks. So he's doing well for himself. And then Eze as well, who I know Quentin had in his team because he was telling me about it um, while we were in an Uber. And I was thinking, it's a good pick for this week, you know. And then he pops up with that goal at the end to give Crystal Palace the win. So I think those two are... um, some good alternatives. Eze, obviously, a great alternative to Zaha, and then Billing. Um If you need a cheap midfielder in your team and you want to just go with a, you know, someone like Philip Billing, I think it's a pretty safe bet to go with at the minute. While his fixtures are good and he is on good form, so I think he is one that you could look at picking up to add um, to on, your on, team.
3: On, on that note, with, with Billing, it was obviously FPL social with uh, FPL eyes. Steve, he obviously picked that one out, didn't he? Um, he did. He called, he called it a social and he was talking he was thinking about it and Ollie dismissed it I think at the time um, that, then, that was
0: when he knew that he had to do it was when Ollie yeah, was like right <laughs> this,
3: guy, this guy's not backed it I'm going against him and, and doing it and then when we were in the pub, we pub at yeah, Cheers Bar at 1am about half when it went in he, he was celebrating around the room his class so good <laughs> the
5: the billing Wicks.
3: unbelievable
1: Danish Harry Wicks
3: Danish yeah. Harry Wicks did the business so yeah, oh, well, yeah. well done Steve
0: yeah, brilliant pick. Um, when you bring in Philip Billing in and he returns for you, you can only have the utmost respect for that FPL manager. Boys, we're going to move on. and um, Before we get into our transfers and captains, I've just got to say, if you haven't already downloaded it, you've got to get on to downloading the APL Live app now. Um, we're now using it and they are our, part, our, our partner sorry, and our preferred Premier League app to go to for any news, any single thing that you're hearing about. EPL Live will have an article on it and you can find all of our content on there as well. It combines lightning fast scores with the most in-depth team and player stats along all the breaking football news, videos and highlights. And you can get exclusive articles by our very own FPL Addicts panel as well. And the link is in the description down below to download it. Um, if you haven't already, what are you doing? It gives you the upper edge um, over so many players to have an app like EPL Live, and they are absolutely brilliant. So get on it as soon as possible. Boys, we're going to talk about our teams now then, um, our transfers and our strategies for this week. Um, and then the much-anticipated Captain's Corner will be up as the final segment on the podcast after that. So do stay strapped in. Do stay watching because you're not going to want to miss CC with Chaz. Keep your Ollie, hazards we- on- Absolutely. We're gonna to go to you first, Ollie. What are your plans for this week? I'm gonna bring your team up on screen. Fingers crossed it's not gonna be as gross as last week for you.
1: It's this might be a painful week, this one, but I am rolling. It seem it sounds bizarre after a 36-point week to say that I'm rolling, but I think one more week of absolutely horrible pain might help set me up. Um I've again going with the back three. Martin Elliott is back on for me, uh, which will be good. Leads away. I don't think there's a much better fixture. At the moment, my armband is on Harry Kane. I know he talks a lot about Harry Kane, but I've finally moved the armband off Harland. I think Everton at home is about as good a fixture as you can get. Now that I've put the armband on him, he's going to blank for the first time in his game week one. But I actually do like my team. Uh, it's annoying that I've got the, um, the clash between Newcastle and Manchester United in there because Gallo against Trippier. Um, I think I might have just to bite the bullet with Trippier there. I think Manchester United will win that game and maybe grab a clean sheet. Um, even if, you know, Newcastle have been decent. Um, they might not grab a clean sheet. I reckon the legend mm. maybe one. Um, Hopefully Gallo can get an assist forward
0: on the ball. That's all right. If, if that's what you're predicting, then the exact opposite is going to happen. So I do not mind it at all, They Keep talking all the smack you want.
1: I, again, look, there's a couple of clashes in there, but look, I, I've got to go with this team. I, I want to uh, to make two transfers for game week 12 so I'm just going to roll over and, and see what happens
0: Fair enough and Quentin's asked and I'll, I'll give you this one Ollie what's your thoughts on Son this week?
1: Good fixture, like his fixture Everton at home again um, I think Everton you know it may be a team you can target for this season um, or for the next few weeks at least obviously he's a top player we know how good he is and if Son and Kane can get firing and you've got both of them then um, I guess you're living the life of Riley.
0: Certainly are, and uh, Ollie. Another just important point to bring up is oh, that on
4: four gallows oh, as well. Brilliant.
1: Oh, how amazing is that? Thank you, James, for your wonderful insight. That's awesome. I love <laughs> that. He's got <laughs> this weekend, did not he? Um, but no, I do appreciate the heads up.
3: These really like <laughs> people are trying to
1: help you, Ollie. I genuinely appreciate it. The, the reaction is more of one, oh no, it's happened to me again. Rather than any disdain at James. It's not that at all. I'm very Saint thankful Max for the, I'm against thankful for, Yeah, I'm thankful for the heads. up. Oh I yeah, know. He'll um, he'll run him ragged we'll set maximum and, and get him booked. <laughs> but I'm thankful for the heads up. I'm just thinking, Oh my days, it's something else I've got to deal with. But but again, I'm very I'm very thankful for the uh, for the heads up, James. And as as long as Dallow
3: get, don't get booked in the first yeah. ninety seconds, you'll be all right, mate.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful. Yeah. Um it's wonderful that we're getting kept abreast of these yellows, by the way. Who was it before that put up the four yellows? Um I'm glad you'll keep up to date with it, because I'm certainly not. Um not in the Premier League anyway. Um, this is good timing. Um, good, Steven, good from Steve Steven, here, <laughs> Stephen um looks all right. All you're missing is Billing. He has been missing <laughs> Billing recently. I just wanted to get that one in. Cheers. Um but no, it's missing a lot of things, mate. I hope um, that everyone can realise that, that no one's naive enough to realise that it's not just billing that I'm missing, it's everybody else.
0: I think it is, mate. But you know, your team for this week isn't looking awful. But um, well, for your can I, sake, can I
3: ask? Can I just quickly ask, Ollie, do you reckon Sal is going to haul? against C?
1: Um, <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, Ollie's, Ollie's on four <laughs> I don't
5: Basically, basically, Ollie's going to be missing for the next pod <laughs> <laughs> if he gets the <laughs> yellow. <laughs> Right.
1: you know what? You know what? If I if I get under the average this week, here you go, or Spike. If I get under the average this week, I will take a one podcast suspension.
3: Brilliant. Get
0: in. Get in.
3: <laughs> oh, love it. Brilliant. <laughs> Brilliant. Cheers or
0: Spike for the uh, you get the assist points there. Oh if uh if Ollie yeah. isn't here next week.
5: Brilliant.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, your team's looking decent for next week, Ollie. Um, obviously shocking game weekend coming for you probably so uh, we'll just to see how it goes for you. Jack we'll move on to your okay. team before you get into discussing that we do have another question from PSB who do you think is the best Trent Alexander Arnold replacement Jack
3: well if you haven't got Trips already Trips has got to come in surely um, and listen I brought Cresswell in for, for Trent so you know he, he's performed over the seasons if the fixture run isn't the worst part. from obviously they play are playing Liverpool they're playing United Listen, they're not in great form, or the United are looking better. Liverpool are a bit chaotic. So, uh, yeah, I I like Cresswell in there. James would have been obviously great, but with this injury hanging over him, maybe when he comes back, but Trips is probably the one uh, for everyone, isn't
0: he? Yeah, I think so. So just uh, walk us through your team for this week, Jack. It's not looking too bad, is it?
3: Yeah, listen, I'm I'm pretty happy on paper and the setup with it. Um, Obviously, I brought Bowen in and Cresswell last week. Team's looking all right. Uh, Andrea's on the bench against Bournemouth. You know if James doesn't play, I'm just going to uh, probably roll over this week. Uh, I am looking at Eze as well and doubling up with this Crystal Palace midfield. So he is. It could be a last minute transfer. Um, he obviously he didn't he, he, he didn't pay off for me last season when I brought him in uh, for a couple of games if you remember. But um, yeah, he's still looking quite good in this team now with Palace and you know. So, yeah, I'm, I'm liking the team. four-three-three set up quite nicely. Looks good. I'm probably going to stick with Haaland um, if I've gone too early on the captain's there. Apologies. But, yeah, I'm probably going to stick with him because I think this Liverpool defence is a disaster. Um, but it could go well and it could also go horrendous. So, hopefully not.
0: Fingers crossed. And I think Haaland, was he your captain? He wasn't your captain, was he Ollie? It was Kane, you said, wasn't it, for this week?
1: Yeah, it's on Kane for now. Subject to change.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, we obviously can tam- tam- tamper with our teams up until the deadline, but I think Harland or Kane are both very good shouts this week. Shock. that Two of the best players in the league this season are probably the way that you should go. But um, Chaz, we'll move on to your team now to see what is happening over at Bulls of Steel FC. So take us through your team, mate. Well, before, Looking very, ast- uh, very aesthetic uh, earlier, on the earlier, left. Earlier.
2: That, look, yes. Please finish your sentence. I'm very deflated right now because... It seems, uh, this is not FPR relevant, but I think Ollie might be aware of this, but I think St Kilda are getting rid of their coach as we speak (laughs) about five minutes ago. Nice, nice. You
3: you two go and make another podcast and we'll speak to you in a bit. I hate
2: it. I'm so deflated right now. It's just one of the worst run organisations of all time. But can I tell you what is not a terribly run organisation at the moment? And that is my fantasy team. So let's get straight into it. So So this is a side. This is the XI. uh, Patterson on a red. Mitrovich with yellow, James with yellow. It's like Oprah giving out, you get a flag, you get a flag, you
5: know, some more flags
2: with mention than you do at your local uh, beach. But so I've come to calculations. There are over 150 different types of rolls in society. So I'm going to mention my top five, and that's bread rolls, rice paper rolls, chicken, shawarma rolls, camera roll, bread roll, and my favorite one transfer role and that's exactly what i'm going to do this week thanks for coming
0: oh my goodness okay um we had to be I fine I was, I was just Dude. about to say the same thing reading Whose
5: fault was it jack was it- <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't, know, I don't know where you go from here. I'm trying to I think of could... now.
0: I was going to say we need to get like a, a rolls tier list stream with just Chaz, where he can express his love for for yeah. bread rolls and spring anyone rolls. Get, get
3: <laughs> if anyone wants, get <laughs> the comments down and gives you best roll. I'll be. Uh, please, really...
2: please, yeah, I want the comments in the best roll of all time. Sausage rolls. Sorry, that was a wo- honourable mention. So,
3: I think I think yeah, SideNet bought set. three spring rolls for eighteen dollars at the game on Saturday. Oh, yeah, I was given.
5: I got to make a rain. <laughs> You not Did funny. you duck Dock at the game as well by any chance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rolls. I did. Really. Yeah. Oh my god. Crazy. Yeah, yeah.
0: Anyway, Chaz, thanks for your um top roles and, and your team this week. It's looking like a good one. Um Salad roll is a good one with yeah, steven salad that's, roll. that's good. That's
2: good. Yeah. Look, we'll talk more roles later, but I'll just be very quick. <laughs> I think it's important to have two free transfers heading into game week 12 because there's three city assets. There's Jesus and there's flags everywhere. So, at worst, if James is still out, which from what I heard just before, he still may be, and Mitrovic, you're going to have six players who are in trouble or won't play at all. It may be worthy taking the negative four and just taking the three transfers, and with the other three, you could bench them and still field an X side. That's my thinking. Thank you so much to
5: Ted Talk.
0: Fair enough, Chaz. Um, really, we'll move on to to your team now and uh, how it's looking for this week. To take us through yours.
5: Yeah, just partial to a cinnamon roll before we move on. <laughs> 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 my team. So, um, yeah, it's it's set up. Nicely, I suppose. But, I mean, this isn't the final team. Um, This is how it currently looks. I've got two two free transfers there that I'm going to make. Um, Shall I say them now? Or, yeah, might as well. (laughs) um, The Bruyne is coming out. And um, Diaz is coming out. Obviously, I need to make some room for game week 12. Not having six players from City and Arsenal combined. So, um, Bowen... Jared Bowen will probably be there instead of De Bruyne. I've not find, I've not decided on my defender yet. Um, I was looking at Beltman from Brighton, um, Castagna from Leicester, depending if he's fit. Apparently he's um, only got one eye at the moment, so I don't know how that's sort of developing. Um, and uh, yeah, captain at the moment is on Jesus. Um, you can probably see that there. But yeah, I mean I've got these two injuries knocking about Trent and Patterson. Um, but I've still got Andreas there to come off the bench if if needs be. Um, yeah, that's that's the team for this week.
0: It's looking strong, Reedy. It's looking strong for this week. And obviously, as you okay. said, you've got those those two free transfers. So you are probably going to have to make some changes with your team. We'll, uh, really? we'll move on to mine. Sorry, it's McAllister. Like,
3: do you not think Andreas is better than McAllister to start? Um... Is, that not, is that not a decent shout for you or not?
5: Mm, I don't know. I, I like Brighton. That's the that's the thing. Um, oh, everyone likes Brighton. Brighton, nice team. The only other thing I was going to do this week. <laughs> the only other thing I was going to do this week was potentially bench Tony. But there's no point in doing that because Tony gets penalties. So, and I'm not. I've got Sanchez on the bench there. So if I wasn't going to start Tony. I'd obviously I'd obviously take him out and uh play Sanchez because I've got the double Newcastle who you are going to United this week so I don't know I prefer double Newcastle defense over Sanchez and Tony bench I think what do you think boys you I would think probably I
0: probably agree yeah
5: yeah of course you would Elliot because you're a newcastle fan mate. <laughs> <laughs> Jack might disagree because he's a United fan. So I suppose I suppose if we go with Chazza and Ollie, what would you do? Double Newcastle Ch- the Chazza, fans. Chazza, Chazza, Chazza. Yeah.
1: yeah, why? Why? Why are you asking me for my advice?
5: Yeah, sorry, Oli. Oh, my... Never mind. Yeah, so we me. can do the opposite, mate. Yeah. Are you fine. still here? Yeah, Ch- Chazza, go on. Give us some wisdom. I'm sorry,
2: Reedy. I'll have to skip this conversation only because I said I accidentally said an inappropriate word. So I thoroughly <laughs> apologise to all the viewers out there. Hey. Never mind. Um. You want my opinion? What was the question again?
5: (laughs) The question was: (laughs) Do I play double Newcastle defence, or do I play Robert Sanchez for Brighton and bench Tony? So then I'll play Andreas as well. Nah,
2: double Newcastle rather Tony.
5: Yeah, so keep going with Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's what I'm doing. Fair enough, Chazza. Cheers, mate. Nice one.
0: Too funny, too funny. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll move on to my team before captain's corner. Rolls Royce, probably my favourite type of roll boys. Not gonna lie, um, pretty nice car. I'll take you're, it. I, you're ladder, are not you,
1: mate.
5: Bloody hell. I say that's not that's not an item of food, Elliot. We're talking about food, mate. Tra- the transfer roll's, roll's not an cars. item of
0: food, is it, really you yeah, can't yeah, eat the transfer. Go a yeah, spring rolls Rolls Royce.
5: What Just because you guy. eat all your transfers
0: up, mate, does it mean that it everyone can eat their transfers? At the moment, yes. <laughs> oh, too funny. We're going oh, to Liris, no, boys. Go we're on. going we'll to the ball, Power yeah. through. Power through. Pope and Trippier, not expecting much from them. Um, going to Old Trafford, we're probably going to concede. Hope Pope can get a couple of save points under his belt. Um, Trippier, always an attacking threat, should do well. Cancelo, um, again, don't know what Liverpool's going to show up on the weekend. Mitchell... Um, you know they've got a nice fixture on paper, Um, so fingers crossed he can give a when clean sheet. you bring him in? Brought him in last week, mate. So unfortunate to not get the clean sheet uh, at the Leeds game. But mm. yeah, fingers crossed. It was either him. I didn't realize Gray—he was so cheap. Um, He's like point two million cheaper than him. he's like four point three million this year. So, that's walkers, one of the few Oli ever. wins,
3: <laughs> yeah. Ever. Maybe yeah. that's
1: what I'm missing this year. I need to get the man, the myth the legend, mm. back of my team.
0: Well, great fixtures at the minute, mate, so there's no better time to get them in. Um, and then midfield's looking pretty strong for me this week. Bowen, Martinelli and Madison with great fixtures and De Bruyne with a lot of potential and Tony Haaland. And if Mitrovic doesn't play, I will consider moving off of him. Um, as I said before, the potential transfer that I might make would be De Bruyne and Mitrovic out uh, for Kane and then probably Zaha. Um, but I'm still not sold on that yet. It'll probably take me right up to the deadline. But the armband is gonna be on Erling Haaland for me. Speaking of armbands, we're gonna get on to the Captain's Corner segment now. Meow. So Chaz.
3: <laughs> meow, 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 meow. The, the S1's
0: one, I think, boys. Um, it is your time, Chaz. Bit of uh, bit of CC with Chaz. Um so take it away, mate.
2: What's the uh, quote they usually go with? Lights out and away we go, Ben. So here we are with the captain's corner. We start off with Ellen Harlan, like we have done for the last few game weeks. And as I've said this for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> there's not much I need to say about this, man. In each of his first nine game weeks, he's managed to return in every game. And in his last seven games in a row, he's managed to score a goal or more. He achieved a record-breaking effective ownership of 201% against Southampton, and his 7.1 million managers were rewarded with a goal against the Saints. Despite the Anfield factor, Liverpool surprisingly, I'm not sure if this is by the bonus bank people, but according to other stats, they have an equal lowest chance of keeping a clean sheet this weekend against City. And it just shows how prolific and ferocious Man City's attack is. And with both Robertson and Alexander, I not expected to start. Uh, there you have it with that one. However, we did have a discussion earlier with Liverpool. They beat Rangers 7-1. Salas Hattrick was done in five seconds less than Elton's John Son being recorded tiny dancer. Now, that is an incredible stat, if you ask me. Now, to uh, due credit goes to Duncan Alexander off Twitter. Second the most disrespected individual in the game, Harry Kane. We'll go to him. If it wasn't for Haaland, he would be top for expected goals. He's already on 6.72 and top for XGI with 8.78. Now, overall, he does not have all that much of a pleasing record against the Toffees compared to the other oppositions, for example, Leicester and Arsenal. but he has returned in each of the last five games against the Merseyside Blues, and that has consisted of five goals and three assists. However, we must consider Everton's defenses campaign has been relatively difficult to break down. This is this is due to how solid they have been. Jeez, I'm really losing my notes sometimes. They have only conceded nine in their first nine, and it, this is also equal to. Newcastle, Brighton, and Man City. But have all conceded nine, and that is equal top for best defence in the league at the moment. Now the third one, when I got this announced and had to be asked to do some research for, I thought it was a very boozy one. But here we are, Cristiano Ronaldo from Manchester United. Who would have thought? The 37-year-old Portuguese gets a week, gets a feature in the captain's. Segment and he managed his first attack in return for the season against the Toffees away from home, coming on as a 29th minute substitution for Anthony Martial, and with that goal, he did prove as a landmark, scoring his 700th club career goal. And according to the stats for who I do this research for, he's ranked inside the top five for most likely for players most likely to score a goal in this coming game week. And in the corresponding fixture last season, United did beat, would have been, Newcastle 4-1, bagging the brace on his homecoming day. But now I think they're playing Newcastle this weekend. I'm pretty sure. But we do know Newcastle are far more difficult to break down this season. If it wasn't for Carvajal shoulder tap in the ninety eight minute, Newcastle would be one of the two unbeaten sides so far this campaign, along with Manchester City. Now, if you want to be adventurous, like you're playing Club Penguin or Jackpack Joyrider, let me present to you the Arsenal duo in Gabriel Martinelli and Bukayo Saka. Now, the duo have certainly hit form recently, especially the latter. Bukayo Saka registered a brace last week against Liverpool on Sunday, and this is added to his tally from the last six game weeks with three goals and three assists. And in addition, Martinelli registered a goal and assist against the Reds. And this has made him the highest fantasy Arsenal scoring player to date this campaign. And with Martinelli's dazzling starts to the season, it's unsurprising he's, he's already rose half a million. The only other players that have had bigger price hikes is Kieran Trippier and Dimitri Wiper. In addition, both Martinelli and Saka sit inside the top 10. Top 10. For most points scored in the last six game weeks, Saka ranked fourth with 38 and the Brazilian being ninth with 31. And in last season's corresponding fixture, now let's not forget game week 18. Last season only had four fixtures. This was one of them, Leeds Arsenal at Ellen Road. Martinelli scored a brace. Saka scored one, two. After that game week, 12 blank. Four of Arsenal's next five fixtures are rated as a two in the fixture difficulty ranking. And this does cement a fair point, or maybe it might be even be worth holding on to these assets, even for their upcoming blank. That is it. And good night, America.
0: If we're in America, then good work to us and good work to you, Charles, as well. Um, Another brilliant Captain's Corner segment. Um, That is going to do it for the podcast today, boys. It's been a a ride. has felt a lot longer than an hour and 20 minutes because, you know, time flies when you're having fun. So it's been brilliant. Ollie. fingers crossed for you this game week um, and that you can get the help that is so needed for your team at the moment. Jack, fingers crossed you can uh, drop a little bit in the league so uh, we can catch up to you. Chaz, fingers crossed your captain's corners picks are all spot on. They always are. And uh, the mullet can keep growing uh, in all its glory. And then Reedy, I don't know. Fingers crossed you can uh, overtake me in the league because at the minute, um It's not looking good for you, is it? So <laughs> uh,
5: it's me and you, El, battling, doing battle at the minute, isn't it? Yeah yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. We're just changing positions every every time. We're we're leapfrogging each other. So yeah, you're my competition this season. Not Ollie. not Ollie. Let's go! Can't wait
3: Let's to do see these hits. How many how many last minute hits is really going to take? That's what I'm looking for now. Just going to be keep an eye out eight. on go minus eight four transfers. Go on, lad. Good. Keep an eye out day. on all of the
0: socials. Because Reedy is going to be taking some hits this week, I can feel it. I can feel it. It's, he's got three, two free transfers, but I feel like he's a maybe a cheeky minus four. Maybe uh, we can persuade him into a, a minus eight, boys. We'll see what we can do. But um thank you all for for tuning in today. It's been brilliant. um And again, thank you to everyone who attended the FPL social. It was just an awesome weekend. i Can't believe it's nearly been a week, which is just absolutely crazy. We raised the roof. Lloyd Owusu would be proud. Um, May all your FPL dreams come true and take care, stay safe and best of luck uh, in the upcoming game week. See you soon.